Lava, and you're listening to the Road Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Match Lava. And today is Friday, May 14th, 2021. And it is another weekend upon us, and we have another big sneaker release. So I'm going to get into that in just a moment, but I did want to take a quick second and thank any of you that have been listening for as long as I've been doing these. I realized yesterday I was on episode 400, and I didn't even like know it on the way home. And then I made the podcast up and typed out the title, and I realized it was 400. So I don't know. It's been cool. I've been really enjoying it and hopefully been teaching some of you something about making money with reselling. And I was just kind of talking to to one of my buddies today who resells, and he, we kind of got off on a tangent about people on Instagram and how some people are, are negative and stuff like that. And it was kind of, he was kind of like, I don't know why they're like that. And I really didn't know either. And I was kind of thinking like, why are people so negative? What is the, what is the reason behind it? And why, why sometimes am I negative? And I think it comes back to, the unhappiness with your situation, the where you're kind of at in the current moment. And I think a lot of people are genuinely unhappy with their situation. I mean, I'd be the first to admit I'm not the most stoked about the exact position that I'm in right now. There's a lot of things that I wish I was able to do or a lot of things I wish I was doing right now that I just am not in a position to go do. Like, I'm not in a position to go full time right now. And that's something that I would love to do. And I'm not in a position to be able to really move right now it's not something that I have time to try and figure out but I'd love to do that too and there's a whole lot of things that maybe we we would like to do but we may not be in the position for it now but I think really the the main reason that most people aren't really that stoked about why or where they're at is because they don't they're not happy about where they're at or maybe they're not stoked because they're not happy where they're at and they don't know of a way out and so if you are in that position that's kind of why i'm doing this that it was really not to grow a big following or anything like that it i really don't have a lot of like care for for that at all but in the process if i could teach a lot of people how to resell and make some extra money on the side eventually leave their position that they hate and find something that they love i mean that's really what i'm trying to do here because i think a lot of people are just really really Board. And I think a lot of people are really sick of being where they're at and they don't see a way out and they just think this is it. This is what my life is. And I'm either, you know, whatever age I am and I'm at this corporate job or maybe I just work at a smaller company, whatever. And I see no way out and I'm just going to be working this, this job that I don't enjoy for the rest of my life. And it's just, it just kind of makes me think like, what, what are we doing here? Like, what are you wasting precious time for thinking about you just working a corporate position or that you don't enjoy if you like that that's one thing but if you are very very miserable at your job what are you wasting your time for even thinking about it for a second why don't you go do something about it and I keep coming back to I don't think most people realize that they have an option and so that's what I'm that's what my focus is right now for this podcast and for my Instagram account and everything is really trying to bring to people's attention that they can make money on the side and it's not just some joke and it's not just a few bucks. You can actually make thousands of dollars and out earn your, your personal income from your job, from your 401k job. You can out, or yeah, from your 401k, you can not 401k, from your nine to five. Um, you can out earn your nine to five just by working as a reseller. And it is, it is crazy and it is kind of far-fetched sounding, but it's a real thing. And that's kind of what I'm here trying to do. So that's why I've been trying to bring new things to you every day, just kind of stuff that's been on my mind. And recently I've been thinking a lot about just the 
the recession and whether or not we end up having one soon or whether or not we end up having this time where we're in more of a prosperous time period and stuff like that. And I've heard a lot of people talk about both because I've been listening to a lot of podcasts about people that are in real estate and people that are just economical and people that are like economists and stuff like that. So a lot of what people have been saying is they don't really know. They don't know what's going to happen. They think there's going to be a lot of inflation. They don't know how that will affect the economy and stuff like that. But it kind of made me think about all that kind of made me think about last year when we were in the middle of March, April and May and just stuff that I saw happening then and how people were still spending money even though things were so weird, right? So we had March happen and everybody kind of stopped. Everybody stopped in their tracks and just watched what happened, didn't spend any money and we saw a lot of people lose a lot of sales in March and people thought, well, okay, that's it. Like this is it, reselling's done. We might as well pack up our bags and go because we're probably not gonna make any money anymore. And that's kind of what like the general fear was is that reselling wasn't going to be working for a while because there was just so much uncertainty out there. And then what you saw happen is April, May rolled around and people end up selling more than they ever have. I mean, I sold more in April and May than I have in a lot of the months following. And there was more uncertainty in April and May than there were in the months following. So think about that, think about how crazy it is. And it kind of works in co in hand with the, the fact that there were so many people stuck at home they had nothing to do but spend money and i think we got a stimulus check around april may 2020 as well so that stimulus check came in and i mean it worked people spent the money but they didn't spend it on things that i would have spent it on like if i'm spending money from a stimulus check i'm either investing in myself i'm investing in my business or i'm investing in something for the future i am not blowing that money like not for a second you do not get a thousand dollars or i don't even know what it was it may have been like 1400 or may may not even been that it may have been like I think it was around $1,000, but maybe I'm overshooting that a little bit. But I'm not blowing that on something stupid. That's just not the way that, that, that makes sense right now. But a lot of people did. We saw resellers absolutely make bank because they were just taking anything and everything that was reselling, throwing it on eBay and Amazon and crushing. And so it kind of made me think, what did I learn from that time period? And, and one of the things that I started to sell the best were sneakers. And it just makes me think, why sneakers? Why were people buying shoes around April and May of 2020? I mean, think about it. There were there was a lot of uncertainty. Nobody really, like a lot of people were laid off. Nobody had a lot of real clarity as to what was going to happen in the future. We didn't know if we were in a recession or not. We saw a lot of stuff dip and a lot of stuff spike and things were all over the map. And on top of that, it's not like you were gonna be going anywhere that you could wear the shoes anyway. So why were people buying sneakers? And it just kind of goes back to, sneakers to me are more of like not just something that you wear on your foot and just call it a shoe and you move on if if that's what a sneaker was we'd all be wearing like sketchers or something and it wouldn't matter because nobody would care what their foot looked like but the the real the real reason sneakers do really well is because they're almost like art where they have things about them that each person sees and, and they they find different aspects of the shoe like beautiful or appealing to them and they buy the shoe and they want to wear it and then you have people that collect them because they obviously have appealing aspects and stuff like that there's rare sneakers that are more rare than other shoes and so on and so forth so they're also collectible and when you have those sort of things happening art and collectible and kind of wrapping that up into one thing you can also wear and display it's something that ends up doing really well and I didn't see sneakers dip that bad I mean I saw a lot of prices on StockX drop a little bit and they quickly recovered and it made me think okay well that's almost like the stock market I get it but at the same time like shoes are maybe the least important thing to spend a ton of money on when you actually are low on money like you can go buy shoes for pretty cheap at almost any discount store 
why would people still be buying expensive sneakers? And so kind of the thing that I'm thinking about a lot is is how recession-proof are shoes? Because I haven't ever seen them in a recession. The last one we had was 2000, like 2008, 2009. And it's been obviously a huge change in the shoe and sneaker game since that. And I'm kind of thinking like, what what's going to happen to them if we were to hit a recession? And I don't really know, but I do know that right now, and from what I saw last year, they are at least a little bit more stable than a lot of stuff. And, and that's something that's been kind of nice to know because a lot of people that invest in these shoes, they go up over time, which is a plus. But they also held their value pretty well last year too. And a time when things were really, really shaky, sneakers did really well. And I'm not saying like, obviously we saw other stuff do well too, but that was very, very different. We saw switches and we saw pools and things like that spike in value. And that was for a completely different reason. Sneakers have always been pretty valuable and pretty collectible. And we saw them continue to do well over the course of that time period. Now, we also had the Michael Jordan documentary series that was put out there, The Last Dance. And that in part did a lot for the sneaker game as well and i think that a lot of that's actually carried over into new sneaker collectors and new sneaker buyers and resellers and 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 things like that sneaker enthusiasts even that that just want to wear the shoe because they think it looks cool and they like michael jordan and so i think that did a lot for the sneaker market but still i mean it's just it, it seems a little bit crazy to me that sneakers did so well and so all that goes to say that i i'm constantly thinking about what is what is my exit plan what is my end game in this because i do think that there are i do think that there are times in a business and times in a in a like you're when you're doing business that you need to be able to have an exit plan you always need to be able to have a plan of how am i going to get out of all this inventory if everything hits the fan or we hit a major recession or something like that like i need to be able to clear this out in case i need the money what am i going to do and one of the things that i've always kind of thought about is like everybody's always going to need shoes. Everybody likes the way the shoes look, depending on what colorway it is and stuff. I don't see them dipping as hard as other items. Like sports cards and stuff like that, they're awesome. I love sports cards. I love the the collectability of them. And I think the people that are collecting them and investing in them right now are super bright. But the lower end sports cards, I don't know what they're going to do in a recession. I mean, I just don't, I have no idea what's going to happen. I know they weren't worth very much in the last one, but really nothing was. And now you're looking at sneakers and people will always have a need for those. And then again, and not only have a need, but have a need and a want to flash what they're wearing a little bit more than somebody else. So it it just kind of coincides with their art and their also like clothing. So they have the necessity. They also have the appealing, like eye catching, like good look factor to them where people would want to buy them anyways. And there are enough collectors where they are like, they're super limited that I think that they would stand a very, very good chance of holding decent value in the time where maybe a lot of things dip in value, a lot of other things around us, because you can invest in all sorts of things. You can invest in a litany of things, sports cards, old toys, old video games. Um, I've seen people, I mean, obviously NFTs and stuff like that have been super big right now, but I don't know what any of that stuff does in a very, very like bearish market where a lot of people aren't buying things, but I do know a lot of those things aren't necessities at all. And, and shoes really are a necessity, maybe not hyped shoes, but people will still collect those and people will still want to wear them and people will still have to wear shoes because you have to wear shoes. I mean, you can't just go out and barefoot. You can not collect video games and stuff like that. So I don't know. I'm, I'm just kind of thinking that if we end up in a place where things are a little bit harder to sell and, and people aren't buying as much, I could still see sneakers doing really well. Now that comes with very, very little knowledge of what would actually happen. But 
it's just kind of my theory. And I think that I think that based off of what I saw last year, where sneakers continue to sell really well throughout that time period, where things were really really shaky and people really didn't know what was going on, it just kind of seems that if that ended up being a longer term thing, sneakers would definitely dip in value as everything would but they may hold more value than other sorts of inventory. So just kind of what I'm thinking right now, I don't know, it was kind of an interesting thought that I was I was kind of pondering for the past few days and stuff that I've been thinking about. What if this were to happen or what if that were to happen? What would I do? And I am genuinely interested in to see what sneakers would do in a sort of market like that. So that's kind of where I'm at. That's, that's what I'm thinking about. Let me know what you think though. Hit me up on Instagram or definitely leave me a review kind of with your thoughts and stuff. Five star would be preferred, but leave me a, a review or hit me up on Instagram. I don't care, whatever you wanna do, but let me know what you're thinking and let me know what your thoughts would be on what sneakers would do in a recession or a time period where things are dropping. So that's what I'm up to right now, but I'm gonna go. You guys have a great rest of your Friday. Do well on the release tomorrow. The Shadow 2.0s come out. I want to hear how that does too for you guys. I'm pumped about it. I'm going to be at a graduation, but I am still going to be botting, and hopefully my girlfriend will be able to, to run my bot for me. So we're going to try that too. That'll be interesting. But yeah, I'm going to go. You guys have a great rest of your Friday, and I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.